and welcome to today's Daddy Guru podcast. We have a real treat in store today as we have Jeff Wingfield, Senior Director of Sales Support and Strategy from Axiom joining us, along with Linda Harrison, Senior Director of Digital Consulting and Activation for Axiom. Uh, thank you both for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Um, before we get started, just give us a snippet on your background of how you got into the world of data and why you're here with us sharing opinions today. Linda, why don't you go first? Sure. So I started in financial services, mortgage lending, mortgage banking, worked on desktop publishing, creative design, and then I saw an ad in the paper for I Have Two Brains. And I thought, that's me. I love numbers. I love analysis. And I also love the creative side and what really makes things work. So I joined that agency. We did database marketing for financial services. We did direct mail. And that company got acquired by Axiom many years ago. So I've been with Axiom ever since. And we did database marketing, direct mail, segmentation, enhancement. And now I moved into the digital world about seven years ago. Awesome. Jeff, how about you? Well, unlike Linda, I have only one brain, and uh, it started its career back in broadcast television and uh, where my bosses were very concerned about ratings and share of the newscast, uh, of which I was a part for about 11 years. So been wor- been very worried about demographics and the types of people that are doing certain things. In, in that case, it was watching certain television programs. And, and now I work with brands that are concerned about who's buying my product or service. And so uh, 11 years in television, a couple of years at an ad agency, and 18 years at Axiom doing the data thing, which brings us here today. All right, here's a fun question for you. What are some of your favorite buzzwords you hear in the industry right now? <laughs> favorite buzzwords? Oh, I like, um, so everybody did databases, and then they did data lakes. Yeah. Now they're doing data vaults. Ooh, hey. I heard that one. Yeah. Very good. It's locked up. It's all- <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I give it about two more years. You know what we'll be doing? Databases. <laughs> you know, it all, it's all cyclical. It comes around. It's, it's providing, I just call them environments. Mm-hmm. Axiom has always done data. We've done identity resolution, and we do environments. We're going to stick different names on them, and everybody's going to kind of brand it their own kind of thing. But a, a data, it's just a place to use and manipulate and activate data. I want to put my data in the cloud because that's a cool word. That's a cool word. You know, a, and that can mean just about anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so a cloud for you. So we we have a new team mm-hmm. that is focusing on. I believe the new initial is CDP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So instead of a CRM Customer data platforms, yes. right? Yep. So instead of a CRM database or MCIF or any of the other TLAs, three letter acronyms that we used to use have all been changed. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know. The more things change, the more they stay the same. You know, we want to target the right people for the right products at the right price. Marketing 101. Hey, location, location, location. (laughs) Oh, wait, that's real estate 101. (laughs) You know, we've been doing this for a long time. I just sensed a little tiny bit of cynicism in our answers. No. (laughs) No, Really, I'm still excited. (laughs) I won't tell you how many years later. About data, because it sure. it really 
informs marketing in the right ways, right? So if I just did a shotgun approach, sure, it's cheap. On a CPM basis, it's cheap, right? I can target just everybody. But how many people are going to buy my product? Unless I'm selling, you know, toothpaste or toothbrushes outside of Arkansas, right? Don't get me started on that. So, you know, people must have teeth to purchase toothbrushes and toothpaste. But if I have any type of specialty product, you know, if I have one that, that whitens, that brightens, that that changes anything, I want to target the people that are most likely to be in market for that product or service. Yep. People with teeth. Is that a, a select option that you have? <laughs> I have done very – I have done quite a few dental campaigns. I have. And I have done for dental floss. Uh, for uh, toothpaste. Um, so, you know, everything sells, right? It's just finding the right platform and the right audience for that. And there is a billboard down the street from my house that says brush your teeth twice a day for two minutes. And if you need to be reminded to brush your teeth, there's a problem. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So in your your history, your personal history in data-driven marketing, what's one of your favorite campaigns that you've ever worked on or, you know, your favorite example of the way a client has marketed a product or a service that that's one you, you know, hark back to as especially innovative or especially crazy. Either way, we're good with that. Well, I, I, I go back to one of the first things that, that – when I started at Axiom, it wasn't very long having been here. And we had a financial services client come in and say, our our analysis says that one of the top demographic elements is roof type. Oh, yeah. And and they said, that just, that makes no sense. What, what, what do you mean roof type? And so, you know, we went through the whole thing of different things can, can mean different things to different areas. So, I gave him the example of um, where my parents live and where I grew up was in the shade of Shady Valley. So Shady Valley was this really kind of high-end, high, high end, mm-hmm. affluent. Well, we lived in the shade of Shady Valley. We weren't in there. But if you did live in Shady Valley, you had to have certain types. Of, you couldn't have the normal asphalt shingle. You had to have the terracotta stuff or the wood right. or right. the so – all So roof type, they combined roof type and presence of swimming pool – and it just shot their models and their um, their uh, response rate out the roof. And you start looking at it, and all they were were signs of affluence. Mm-hmm. But they were specific signs of affluence that worked for this specific financial services product. And once we had that call, they were like, you know, the data light came on. That, oh, well, we don't just have to look for income to, to, to target affluent people. You... You add all of these things together, and you look for things that truly work. So we, we find different things work for different clients all the time. We have found where certain television shows, watching certain television shows was the highest indicator of a certain product or service that this company had. It, in fact, I was, at, I was at a client, and the, the one that sh- – uh, bubbled to the top was watch adult swim you know those uh those uh semi-adult cartoons that uh and and they were like almost embarrassed but that the model showed that that was a huge predictor of this product or service anyway that's a couple of mine what do you got well 
nothing quite so fun. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm working with a, a high-end weight loss company. And, you know, it's $1,500 a month to lose weight. So exercise and jogging, surprisingly, was high. You would think that if I already exercise and jog, <laughs> I don't really need to lose that much more weight. But it was really just that interest, maybe interest not... Maybe not I that know I, I should do it. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to. I'm a wannabe runner, yeah. right? But you know, affluence was really the number one thing. Just like with Jeff's example, that you really have to have that capacity to spend. And then um, I helped roll out a campaign for a uh, a very well known hamburger chain that has a uh, bacon gouda cheeseburger. So that might tell you whose it is, right? But so we combined um, that people really like bacon mm -hmm. and that they buy Gouda cheese and that they go to fast food restaurants. And Shocking. I know. <laughs> but, but, you know, the agency was pretty impressed that we had all those tools yeah. at our disposal yeah, because, that's, that's true. you know, Gouda cheese lovers is a little bit obscure, yeah. not something you can find every day. Mm -hmm. And so that campaign went very, very well. And to roll out that new product was great. Mm -hmm. um, and so we do a lot of um, QSR type options for that. And then um, we also get, you know, requests for things that don't have anything for, like I have purple and yellow purses that I need to sell and who likes yellow and purple. Um, so, so some sorority, I'm sure, is that color, but um, we didn't have that type of information, so I, I just gave them information on who would want a purse or who who's into designer fashion and and that type of thing. So, see, I, I think you're wrong. That story was was a whole lot gouda than mine. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I'd like to thank you both for joining me today. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> Thanks, Scarlett. Thank you.